The Chicago Bulls are set to have competitive battles all across their roster, but today I'm going to talk about why the running back and wide receiver rooms may be the most competitive rooms in training camp. We're also going to talk about which positions on this Bears team are the, are the weakest, and if there's an injury to those positions, they may have a hard time, a hard go of it. We're going to get to all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. If you want to follow the show, you can do so at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform that we are on. But let's go ahead and get into the content for today. So when looking at the Chicago Bears roster, and pr- primarily as well, the mindset of head coach Matt Eberflus, Eberflus really does look at everything, and it's a, almost an open competition across the board, right? Yeah, you have your players that you know are going to be starters and number ones, but pretty much if you come in and you perform in training camp, in OTAs, in practice, on the field, everybody's going to have an opportunity to play and earn a role. And that's one of the things that I love most about the the new uh, coaching coaching that we have here and the new culture that we're building. It really comes down to performance. Nobody's getting anything handed to them without performing. And so with that said, I want to talk about two of our rooms, our positions that are probably going to be the most competitive. Now, while we do pretty much know where, who are going to be the starters there, well, primarily with wide receiver, the running back and wide receiver rooms are going to be the most competitive that we have in training camp. When you look at the running back specifically, we have Khalil Herbert possibly moving into being the running back one to start the season for the first time ever. You have Dante Foreman, who's also said he ain't coming here not to be the number one. And then you have Roshan Johnson, the much hype rookie that that everyone sees around or, or potentially has been air quoted as the next running back one for the Chicago Bears at some point in time, which I do think at some point in time it may just not be immediately this season. That running back room is going to be highly competitive. And when you look at the way that Ryan Poles rebuilt this running back position, even after losing a great like David Montgomery, you have to commend him for what he's done. And I think that the people who are going to benefit the most out of the competition in the running back room are the running backs themselves. Everybody's going to have to bring it day in and day out. And they all have their roles cut out for them, right? You can see each one having a impact for the Chicago Bears team. Khalil Herbert, we've seen what Khalil Herbert can do, right? We know what he can do. Yes, he has faults in the blocking game. He has faults in the passing game. But we know as a runner, a dynamic runner, what he can be. Dante Foreman is no slouch himself being able to be used in the passing game, the running game, and being a pretty damn good solid uh, pass blocker as well. And then you also look at some of the homer who we also brought in who's good in the pass block. But again, the the, the competition there at the running back position for the Bears they're going to, they are going to be the ones to benefit from it because they have to bring it every single day, and they're all going to get opportunities, right? Roshan Johnson is going to have to earn his opportunity the most, but Dante, they ain't bring Dante Foreman here even on a one-year deal not to play him. They see a role for him. Now, again, that's not to say that those roles can't evolve and change over time as players step up some, right, especially with all the hype around Roshan Johnson, but everybody knows they have to bring it day in and day out to keep earning that position. And who may be the running back one to start the season may not be the running back one to end the season. And that's fine, right? And this is not to say that, and none of these three guys that we're talking about are bad, right? That's the thing. For anyone that has their own favorite running back on this team, you're not wrong for it. If you have, if Khalil Herbert's your favorite to be the running back one, you're not wrong for that, right? Yeah, he has some faults as a player, but, they, but every one of these guys does. If, like a lot of people do, 
look at Dante Foreman and say, no, Dante Foreman, what he's able, what he's going to be able to do, the strength, the speed, the combination there, he's going to be the running back one. You're not wrong for wanting and seeing that and buying into that. And when you look at Roshan Johnson, the the the, the heir apparent, apparently, right? Um, when you look at that, again, you're not wrong for seeing the talent in a young kid that the Bears drafted that we already know. Ryan Poles is high on, by the way, that he talks about. Now, and one thing with this team as well, we're not afraid to thrust rookies into positions and use them. So there's enough there as well to have hope for any any three of these running backs. And Travis Homer is not uh, uh, a threat to be a starter, but again, he's going to be a contributor as well. He's going to be used in this offense at times as well too. But the competition in the running back room is going to bring the beast out in all, of all these young men. And that's something that I'm excited to see, that hunger. Who wants it more? Who's going to perform the best, right? Who's going to use this to push them into the next level that they need to go in? Especially when you look at a player like Dante Foreman. Dante Foreman on a one-year deal, whether his next deal is with the Bears or with another team, he it all comes down to how well he performs this season for the Chicago Bears, given an opportunity and coming in to a part of our game that was our strongest last season, right? So everybody has their, their, their pluses and minuses, but I do think that competition there is just going to breed something special for our running back room. Now, when you look at the wide receiver position as well, yes, DJ Moore is the de facto number one we know. And we know Chase Claypool and Darnell Mooney are absolutely going to get the majority of the snaps there too. But the fact of the matter is you have two, and Chase Claypool and Darnell Mooney, who are also fighting for their contract extensions. And while I'm not going to do what some people are saying where it has to be one of the one of one of them, not and maybe not both of them, because if they both perform in this wide receiver core looks amazing, we could see this trio come back. But with that said, it comes down to performance, right? They are all looking at their next contracts in some shape, form, or fashion, right? But they all also have things that they, at least Clay, Chase Claypool and Darnell Mooney, both had disappointing seasons last season. So then to take off the stigma from that as well, and DJ Moore, he knows what that chemistry with Justin Fields means. But the talent in this running back room, then you add in Tyler Scott. You add in a vet like Equinomi St. Brown. Dante Pettis coming back. Yeah, these guys don't project to be at all like to pass up who we have ahead of them. Some people think Scott may, and he may, may very well at some point. The, the competition in that, run, in that wide receiver room, Vegas Jones as well, had a hugely disappointing season last season. After talking so much shit about him being an older rookie and how it wasn't going to stop him from running by guys, couldn't hold on to the damn ball. But the, the, the two skill and two skill positions at that, when you look at the running back and the wide receiver, the competition there, the talent level there, right, is, it, is hopefully going to be something that Bears fans are the ones that benefit from it. Justin Fields benefits from it. The coaching staff and Luke Getze benefits from it. We're going to get everybody's A game because they need to bring it for whatever reasons of where they sit currently. And because of that, that is the type of situations that usually breed the best scenarios for the teams and for the players. Now, is everyone going to live up to the hype? No, more than likely not, unless we just get extremely lucky. But at the end of the day, when you have competition, when you have a lot of skill, when you have a lot of hunger and desire on that team, it typically brings the best out of people. And so that's what we need. You need to find your motivation each and every season. And while some people are just motivated but for their love of the game, and I'm not saying that these players aren't, the added Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off 
buy rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. Competition level. This is the most competition that we've had as far as in that wide receiver room in years, right? Everything else before then, it kind of you kind of knew how it was going to shake up. We have competition in the sense that everyone is hungry and everyone has a outlook or a path in which you can see a long-term future with the Bears or even if they're not. Some of those players are fighting for their next contract. I think that in training camp, we are going to see the best of it and we're going to get the best of it. And hopefully, because of the competition at those two positions as well and the talent level that we hit the ground running in the 2023 season. Now, we talked about two of our strongest positions. Let's talk about some of the positions that we're weak at before we go today, right? And one of those positions that we're weak at, when you look at it, is the center. When you just look at our center position, yes, we're moving Cody Whitehair back to the starting center. I have high hopes for him, right? But then when you look behind him, Lucas Patrick, Doug Kramer, sit behind him. Lucas Patrick, I thought he may be a cut candidate, right? Like, it's been up and down. He has not been able to stay healthy. Still 29 years old. But, hey, there's, there's some questions there. If we suffer a major injury to Cody Whitehair or anyone else, Lucas Patrick again, that is a position that's not – that it doesn't have the built-in kind of buffer, right? You're then looking at Doug Kramer, who clearly they're high on and they really see something in Doug Kramer, but – there's still enough questions there and cause for concern that if we suffer a major injury, God forbid we have two, I don't know if we're ready to weather the storm at center. And because that is such an important position to keep our quarterback safe and off the ground, that's that starts worrying me a little bit. So center is definitely one of those positions that I look at and say the Bears, you know, and not to say that we don't have, because again, we absolutely have talent there. I want to be, I want to be clear. I'm not saying, hey, it sucks there. We have nothing there at all. Not saying that at all. But I'm just saying that. It can definitely get tough, and if it does go that route, we got to start looking at some things on, on what where we can add some other pieces at. Next one up is offensive tackle, right? Yes, we have two young players at our tackle positions, and tackles tend to be the, the position that rookies, it's harder for, it takes longer for rookies to get really kind of adapt, right? And so when you look at having Braxton Jones and Darnell Wright still believe in their talent level, and Braxton Jones showed a lot, especially on the second half of the season, as he grew, as he adapted. But then when you look at Darnell Wright coming in at that right tackle position, yes, there's talent there. And we believe in that talent long-term. And I, and I love the pairing of those two players as being tackles on opposite sides. Long-term, I think we're good there. But if we, were to, if we were to suffer a setback or a player does not perform or has a rough rookie go or rookie start, whatever it ends up being, if that ends up happening, you're looking at what? Kellen Ditch at, behind, like, like behind Braxton Jones possibly there? And then you look behind... Uh, uh, Darnell Wright, Larry Borm, who is still another young player that's shown some promise, but we don't know. Alex Leatherwood's out there that could play either tackle position. But again, is he even going to be healthy? While he has shown some absolute great flashes, not here on the Bulls, I mean the Bears, but where he was before when he was with the Raiders, Alex Leatherwood still a big question mark. There's enough questions at that tackle position that if knock on wood, we, we suffer any type of injury or don't have health there, that can be a cause for concern for the Bears, right? So that's one that you absolutely want to look at as well and not overlook. And then next up, defensive end. I like our talent level overall at the defensive end, right? I love bringing in Walker there. And I think Demarcus Walker is going to feast, especially looking at how we improve that interior defensive line. But you're looking at behind him, Rasheem Green, pretty solid as well, right? I, I, solid, right? And I think he's going to be used a lot as a rotational piece. You look at Travis Gibson on the other side. I think Travis Gibson as well is going to get back to how he looked the year prior Not since we have some improvement there. But then you have Dominique Robinson backing him up. And while Dominique Robinson looked good at stretches as a depth piece last season, the moment he was thrust into the starting position, 
it went downhill. Now, our defensive line was not as good as what it projects to be, but I do think that if we suffer some injuries on that defensive line, it's a little bit thin there, and, and that production level drops off. We still have some promise, but that production level that you would expect drops off considerably. So, again, that's where I'm kind of looking at where the Bears are the most thin at in position. Still got some competition in those rooms as well, and maybe we see some development from some pieces that thrust it a little bit further, but there's enough things to look at there and say, Maybe we're a little too thin there, right? But, you know, let me know. What do you guys think? What do you think is our strongest position? What do you think may be our weakest position? Do you think I missed one on there? Let me know that down below. Now, before we go, we do got one text message that I want to get into. This one's from the 870, and he says, bold prediction. He has five predictions on this. We're going to end the show on these predictions. One, Roshan Johnson will have a passing and rushing touchdown in the same game. That would include Luke Getze getting creative with play calling, and I'm not, I have not seen enough, and we need to see this team uh, before I'm willing to say that, but hey, that is definitely a bold prediction. Number two, Jack Sanborn will lead the Bears in tackles. Listen, considering, depending on how they use, especially if they're using Tremaine Edmonds in coverage a lot, uh, I, I, I look at TJ Edwards as a player that can get a lot of tackles, but Jack Sanborn did lead the NFL in tackles. His time as a starter, now he's coming into a much improved defense overall, but all right, that's a bold prediction as well. Uh, next one up, he says, Tyreek Stevenson will lead the rookie cornerbacks in interceptions with five and eight pass, pass deflections. Listen, if Tyreek Stevenson gets five interceptions this year, man, listen, the sky's the goddamn limit. Like, he's defensive defensive player of the year, defensive rookie of the year, I should say. Definitely not player, but hey, okay, bold prediction there. Number four, down on right will give up two sacks only and four QB pressures all season. That's probably your boldest one so far. Again, because rookies at the tackle position, that's a position that rookies typically – get comfortable in later on, right? It's one of the more harder positions to learn the technique and stuff there at the NFL level. But Darnell Wright is, like, and that's not to say Darnell Wright is a talent, and he's coming in ready. And so, hey, if he only gives up two sacks on the whole season, I think that means that we made the right damn selection there. Last one, fifth and last, says uh, D-Rob and Walker will lead the Bears in sacks this year with nine and a half apiece. Dominique Robinson and Demarcus Walker will each get nine and a half sacks apiece? Woo! Um... Hey, man, all I can say is if that happens, <laughs> I'm going to be ecstatic. You're going to see some crazy reactions from me and C-Dub. That's for damn sure. You know, Bobby's a little bit more chill, but you'll definitely see some crazy reactions. Nine and a half sacks apiece. Wow. And that was all from Tyrese from Arkansas. Shout out to him on that one. But I wanted to end the show on something fun. Let me know down below. Since we're doing that, let me know. What are some of your bold predictions for the Chicago Bears going into next season? But that's it for today. Make sure you're following the show. At Shy Bear Central, you can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. Chicago Bear Central at gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related because of you guys. And like I like to end every episode on. Bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Break Media. Media.